waiting. Are you sure? I'm not that popular. <laughs> Going live. Hey, I'm live, I'm live, I'm live. I was like, oh, 18, 19 people waiting. Guys, I'm not that popular. Have you forgotten that? Shush. How are you doing, guys? This is Ginger, and this is the first live Q&A in 2021, where you can come and ask me any question about keto, and lovely sister Robin and I will share with you our combined decade of experience on keto, uh, so that hopefully we can help you in your journey, or maybe we encounter something that you encounter for the first time, we're here to share. So any question you have, start leaving them in the chat, uh, because that's where we'll go um, first come, first serve. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that. <laughs> and, I, and I'll go through that. And uh, again, if I know the answer, it's yours to have completed for free. We also have the tip jar, though, where John is actually dancing. Um, that always helps. So uh, in, in case uh, then what we do is actually useful to you, feel free to drop a coin or two in there. See me going insane over it and get your um, uh, question very much highlighted. So joy, joy, joy. Um, there was one thing that, as I mentioned to the Patreons, because we just did an hour live with them, we do the pre-live uh, uh, for Patreons for an hour, so that any question we have time to properly research and all of that. Uh, links on Patreon if you want to check it out in the video description. Links to PayPal if you want to do a one-time donation. Sorry, I'm finishing the business stuff. Um, and we were, I was actually mentioning to them, oh, I don't have time to say it here, but I mentioned it to share it. I meant to share it with everyone. Um, because it's one of those situations, the last week something has happened that is that kind of situation where um, do as I say, not as I do, because I fell into the trap of, uh, oh, you know what, I've put on, uh, I haven't cheated for Christmas, don't know about you, and I don't judge you, uh, but I haven't officially, like, I haven't had carbs on Christmas. I sort of cheated it, because uh, I have very specific macros that I have to follow, and when I go over on protein, I know what's going to happen. And it happened. And I was mentioning that Christmas Day to Boxing Day, I managed to put on five kilos, which to me was... Uh, ow! Um, but anyway, I know that when you put on that much in such a little amount of time, it's food weight, it's water weight, it's all that kind of thing. So relax, don't worry too much. But it's fighting me a bit to um, shed it completely as I was before. I was finally back to around 105 kilos, which uh, if you've followed my journey for the last year and a half, uh, uh, is basically where I was uh, in uh, um, around August, September 2019, before my issues with hormones came around. So I was like, finally, finally, I'm back here. Uh, then Christmas happens, I have all the protein, and I eat late at night, uh, and I'm back to 110 and something. I don't even remember how much over 110, because it was really upsetting to see. Uh, and I've been playing around 110 and 107 for the last uh, uh, 10 days, basically. And the last week, the last four or five days, actually, um, I simply went on, oh, you know what, I need to, I need to see the number again, because uh, psychologically it helps to think my work has paid off, and it's, it's where it's meant to be. Um, so I do what I know that always works. So. And I tell people that it always works. I don't incite people to do it because it's unhealthy. And you'll see exactly why here. Uh, and I'm like, we know the secret that, the secret, this shouldn't be a secret, that saturated fat alone cannot make you put on weight. When we did the Chris Raganza at 2000 calories, just with cream, we saw that. So that if for, instead of just like one, if I do 
three, maybe four days of Crystal Organza, which is basically me um, drinking fatty coffees, drinking hot chocolate, maybe doing uh, uh, stock, so broth, fresh broth, with cream that sort of becomes stupid but no cheese. It's, it's any kind of liquid with cream. Um, it's, it's really impressive, and every time it's the, 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 the 3D confirmation of the Kevin and Pawan study of 56, which is insane to me that we've known this stuff so far that long, and we still don't simply extrapolate the rule to people. If you eat fat alone, you cannot put on weight. Is that healthy? No. Why? A lack of vitamins, a lack of minerals, fat technically does not break a fast. So your body thinks, your, your body still thinks in a way that it needs more nutrients. It's not, it's not necessarily starving um, to, to a level of, uh, uh, oh, it would lower your basal metabolic rate if you have your fats enough not to actually create a calorie deficit. The mitochondria are fed. The mitochondria are fed and they keep burning and running and revving the engine, so that's good. It's, there's no chance for your metabolic rate to go down, but you'll feel hungry. Um, there is something related to the cephalic insulin response and chewing that, that if you lack it, uh, it, it will keep you hungry in a way. And I've done that for three days and my body was literally fighting me saying, I am not letting you lose the weight that usually you lose doing just cream. So keep on, keep on uh, feeling this, this strong uh, in you and stoic uh, in your choices. When you usually lose a kilo per day on cream, I will barely let you lose 300 grams, if I do. Um, and I'll give you a hunger that you will not be able to fight soon enough. And indeed, yesterday it did. So after two and a half days of uh, cream and stuff, uh, I, uh, I had to go out uh, for a very short amount of time just to actually source cream. And when I go back, that little amount of exercise is just making me completely ravenous. And uh, I'm like, okay, no, I, I have to eat. Uh, and I sort of tried to start uh, reasonably and uh, oh you know what uh, when you fasted for a while it's good to have a bit an overload of protein because of how it works with cortisol and da, da, um, with cortisol and uh, not, uh, oh what's the other one nothing I've lost I've lost the pancreas makes two one is insulin the other is glucagon I'm sorry, Glucagon. Glucagon, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened with me. <coughs> anyway, um, so because of that, I do protein, and that opens something in me that it's atavic. There's no other way to discuss it. There's no other way to describe it. And I eat all the food. All the food. Like, I think I had something like 150 grams of protein yesterday. Uh, I had probably almost 4,000 calories. I, was, I, I felt like I was starving which I wasn't calorie-wise, but yeah, that happened, and my body just loved to put on more than I've lost in the in the two, three days that I did cream. Uh, so when you are tempted by, oh, I'll make up for this uh, by fasting, or even just by fat fasting, by cream fasting, um, there, there are reasons why I say it's not a good thing to do, and even when I fall victim of that myself, it doesn't work, so I should know better. Um, but there's always the temptation because of what we're used to here as the as the main uh, uh, description and uh, the, the, the fundamental of diet culture of well if you don't eat there's nothing for you to put on it's not true because if you upset your hormones there will still be um, 
remember that I could put on weight on water fast, so... Uh, but no, I, I, I had to do it because I wanted to see my low number again because that would have um, gave me strength. And did it work? No, I'm actually worse than I was before. So don't do that to yourself. Be patient, which I wasn't. And eat right every day. And it's gonna maybe take us a little bit longer, but your body will go back to what it's supposed to. It's just when you force it and you want to force it in terms of time that uh, it will fight you. So there, personal anecdote, Don't do, do as I say, not as I do, and I will do as I say myself now, because uh, I, 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 I just did um, ruin things uh, for that uh, anyway. Uh, it also helped that in the last couple of days, uh, uh, on my personal Instagram, I started to see um, that the plus size community in the UK, the world of the fashion one, um, was... Uh, unfortunately buying into a lot the diet culture which is on the first of January tries to get as many clients as possible basically um, and it was heartbreaking to see all these people with calorie counting and the small plates and look how little I can eat uh, so that sort of uh, sobered me up and I was like you know that this doesn't work and I think I tell myself oh but I still have my calories with cream that sort of justifies me in doing it uh, but when your body reacts making you that hungry, it's still not good. Like, have a high fat, control your protein, but do not actually break yourself uh, to, to a point where you will start a cycle to make up for it. Um, which is basically anyone that enters into a low-calorie or calorie deficit diet. Like, you will be good for a week, for 10 days, and then one day the hunger will get to you, and you will binge, and then you'll try to make up for it. There is no way that ever ends in a healthy cycle. I've never seen it happen. I've never seen anyone say that that happened. Um, and that's the reason why 95% of diets don't work. So, um, yeah, I think it was worth sharing my experience and sharing how seeing others putting themselves uh, into what I know doesn't work, but even I fell victim of. And even if I was still having my 2,000, 2,200 calories per day, that's still fasting, like your body just on fat is still fasting, you are not breaking a fast when you're just on fat. So yeah, be mindful of that. Just saying. Joe, hello, Monica, hi! Deborah, hello! Oh, hello from Kent. Okay, <laughs> it's the second part. <laughs> hello, Deborah. Joe, hi! Uh, Joe, our splendid, splendid moderators. They are the best moderators that anybody can hope for. Daniel, hello! Sheena, hi! Enchanted Alana, I found you under after a three-year hiatus. <laughs> three-year hiatus, it's, it's someone convinced uh, and, and that has uh, had their life changed to still remember. Thank you for coming back, Alana. Rach, hello! Christine, opinions on ketobor, please. Is it just carnivore? Basically. I, what is the difference between ketobor and carnivore? Um, Robbie Sister Robin has tried it more than me. I cannot afford, again, that much protein to um, go in that direction. And I also found, personally, that uh, I am very happy with fiber. Like, it needs, uh, uh, it needs a bit of trial and error. But, like, fi fiber from vegetables, not so much. Fiber from uh, stuff like linseed and, chi and chia seeds, uh, that's really good for me. Uh, what, what do you... Um, we have a video where Lovely Sister Robin has done seven days on carnivore. What was your ex like the experience of carnivore? What was uh, basically uh, boring and unnecessary? 
the short version for us is boring and unnecessary. Right? And whatever, at least for the um, experiments that we did, again, I cannot afford that much protein, so I never even went there. Um, what I think we observed was that uh, whatever amount of protein you have, you need to have at least twice as much uh, in grams of fat, uh, otherwise you just stole, you don't lose. Um, to still take advantage of the reverse electron transport, basically. So that's that's our opinion on that. Yeah, it's just it's just a way of getting into that system that's kind of easy to follow because you you know exactly what you can have and all yeah. the things that you have are doing the right things, but you just need to put a bit more effort into deciding. Like I lost like one point two kilos over those seven days, but I could probably have done better. If I just manage my macros. Yeah, if yeah, because uh, I think the, the last couple of days there were a moment of, of boredom where we decided, you know what, ketchup is a condiment <laughs> because it's yeah, it can be it can be very straightforward. Ketchup, ketchup is salt. Yeah, uh, it can be very sort of boring, I guess. I guess last year, um, what was I think December to, to to February last year, I was inadvertently carnivore without eating meat. Because I was having, I was living off of cream and eggs. I was, uh, I was at the low, well, I was at the highest of the weight that I've ever been. And it was really upsetting because, again, at the time I didn't know that I had hormonal issues. Um, but cream and eggs were the only thing neutral enough for insulin uh, where I could eat and not put on as much weight as I would have with anything else. Because I was still putting weight with that. Um, so that was the reason, technically, they are carnivore. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't a nice leaving. Oh, Daniel, we're actually. I, I think we're going into that direction. You often oh, 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 chat. Just just scroll down too much. You often mention about eating too much protein. I was wondering if you think the protein you can eat in one sitting depends on how insulin resistant you are or some other factors. Uh, the studies that we took that information from actually show. I think it might be also related to that on top of it. But the main thing has to do with how much uh, lean mass you have. I'm not saying muscle mass because it has to do also with, with, with basically the, the organs. organs and all of that. Thank you, sweetie. Um, so there is a specific ratio that they have seen even in bodybuilders. So someone that eats protein and then goes uh, um, uh, exercise, weightlifting, that kind of thing. And they did the same experiment uh, uh, of eating protein after having done strenuous exercise. Uh, there seemed to be um, a ratio between lean mass uh, times 0.3. That's as much as you can have in one meal. Uh, other than that, uh, the way that the, the amino acids get converted into nitrogen, basically, which is how we measure how much protein is getting used, um, it just gets converted to glucose that then goes for energy and, and all of that. So other, on top of 0 0.3, um, it just goes to 0 0.3 times uh, the lean mass, it tends to uh, go to glucose. It, However... In, you mean, I, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, however, the amount in a day is 0 0.8. So technically you can, I personally stretch it to 0 0.4 because even if it converts to glucose a tiny bit at that point for energy, uh, maybe, hopefully, it's not enough uh, to actually elicit so much insulin that I need to have like three um, meals so that I can split it over two. 
Was that the however that you went? Well, the however is what impact that has. So, what impact the protein turning to glucose has on your weight loss. Okay. Um, that, that will depend on how insulin resistant you are. The Yes. Once it's converted to glucose, two things happen. You use insulin, uh, you, you produce insulin to handle that amount of glucose, and how much insulin you produce does depend indeed on how insulin resistant you are. And two things happen with the glucose made out of protein. One, you use it for energy, but at that point you had a high fat meal, so probably you have enough energy. So what's happening more likely is that that uh, amount uh, of uh, protein converted to glucose has called into insulin that has told the fat cells, uh, you're okay to store right now, uh, which is the reason why um, it's, it's, it's good to keep an eye on it, basically, because depending on how, insulin, how much insulin is out, of course, none of these, uh, apart from ketosis itself, uh, which we it's not even ketosis actually. I was gonna say, oh, ketosis is a switch, it's very much one or zero. It's not. You, we decided that over 0.5 millimoles, it's in and under, it's off. But as every system in the body, it's a slider more than a switch. So the more insulin, of course, the more you actually are storing, the more cells get the instruction to store rather than uh, use so it, it is a slider uh, and uh, yeah it tends to, zero three seems to be optimal uh per a meal i stretch it to zero four and uh, when i don't actually cheat and then again i go some days uh, like yesterday where i have uh, like 150 grams of protein which is three times as much uh, as i should have in a day uh so like no surprise there was it even the british heart foundation recommends 0.8 in a day, I think, so, yeah. I think the, the the issue with the with protein actually that people don't uh, ever consider. They think that I'm low protein, uh, but any even the eat well plate, like even the official um, supposedly health uh, organization, like British Health Foundation, indeed the WHO, the information that actually Sorry, we have WHO, yeah. comes from the WHO, where even then, uh, even them uh, in uh, in the context of protein do make a point that. It's 0.8 to 1.2 times of your lean mass in kilos in a day because that's how much you need. And 1.2 it's already if you are um, exercising or if you're doing something strenuous. 0.8 is already the upper end. And this is not me being low protein. This is the WHO standard of how much protein, how much amino acids you, adult humans need. So it's really bizarre that I am taught as the low protein um, side of keto when I'm actually the normal protein. If I don't know what people, it's, it's because when you um, when you remove the carbs, you're supposed to replace those carbs only with fat. with fat, not with actual. The the I think the best example is uh, uh, the idea of oh when I go out I can have a burger, and uh, but it's better if like on keto you can't have the buns. People don't think about having another side of uh, mayo to dip the, 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 bar the burger in. They will think about taking two patties. And that way, when you take off the carbs, you put them on in protein. That isn't how it should be done. It should be just the added fat. Uh, so that's part of the um, misunderstanding, I think. And oh, the, 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 the attacks and the hatred that I've got during the years for that. But the, the, the ironic thing is that if they actually took a look, at, I, I'm not saying that, the WHO is saying that like for regular um, 
not even diets for for regular lifestyle of what we need um, but yeah uh, I think it's different when people look at the numbers that we're actually recommended to eat they don't understand and they don't have the perception of what it means exactly because uh, there's what we think it's normal to eat in uh, one day and then there's actually the recommendation which if you look at it would be very different to what we like the concept of five a day I love my veggies but I have to be careful still now uh, but I think what we consider normal from what we buy from the store from what we would get at a takeaway and what actually normal is advised to be by um, health bodies it's very different I think people just don't have an idea or never looked into what normal and advised is by the World Health Organization or, or things like that so I get the flack for that oh my god there's a pear somebody has donated me a pear either a pear or an avocado <laughs> what is that Julio hello oh you are you are you are in, in, in the either the number one fan or very much high at the top like you and Stefano have, have been amazing and we really want I'm really sorry that in um, in Christmas we didn't manage to um, do games uh, because we were both still pretty trashed by Covid but we'll find a way uh, to hopefully do that again because it was quite fun <laughs> oh Phil it, don't worry about missing the Patreon one you can rewatch it and actually I answered your question immediately I think it was your question but I think I answered your your uh, um, um, your your question immediately and in the video description of the live for the Patreons you find uh, uh, the video that actually was specifically about ketone hormones with studies about menopause and all of that so you can you can you can then check that or if you want then I'll, I'll send you a message and I can send you the stuff what's wrong oh my god five pounds uh, five pounds is nothing too many nuts but still duh, don't worry but also all gone there you go girl I'm, I'm, I'm still there. Uh, ooh. I used that, that extra special Valen Valencia orange extra and looked at the ingredients and found the first ingredient was rapeseed oil. Do you know of ones that doesn't contain it or would you think it's okay to use? I think if it's an extra and you use drops, uh, there could be worse. Uh, like I would finish that and then maybe find the um, flavoring that doesn't necessarily have it. I am used to flavorings, but artificial ones. These sounds uh, like uh, ac an actual extract, so that's why I might need oils rather than... Uh, um, poly... oh, what's the word? Propylene glycol. Um, so, if, if you are into the extract rather than the flavoring, I think you use drops. If you confirm to me that you're using drops, uh, drops is so, like, honestly, don't, don't you worry about it. Very true, Joe is an excellent point. Again, best moderator anybody can hope for. Uh, both, both, both here and on the group. Uh, like, Joe is the main reason why we're still able to bring you a group, basically. Um, women work differently than men's uh, metabolisms, uh, and uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but I suspect it's because uh, um, hormones have such a huge impact uh, on uh, uh, the way that our metabolism works, so fair enough. Robin had a very good point. I I I, I have the very best. 
I have the very best uh, uh, speaking safely, even better than I could. Oh, Francesca, hi. I'm so glad that you're glad <laughs> that the Facebook group is back. Uh, again, it's, uh, it's all due to uh, Robin and Joe, uh, because effectively uh, I try my best to follow that, but between research, between doing other things, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't necessarily... I wouldn't have been able on my own, basically, to uh, bring back the group, uh, but uh, when we had a chat uh, uh, with Joe and then uh, we, uh, we realized with Robin, okay, if we put the, um, uh, the post-approval so that no drama should, should go through, uh, or no, nothing particularly miseducative about Keto, da, da, da. so post-approval helped a lot, uh, uh, and Joe is a godsend. Joe is so well educated uh, on uh, uh, on the matters of keto and of metabolism, um, and I've also known them for so long now, like inadvertently. <laughs> I think we know each other since well before I opened the Keto in the UK as a YouTube channel. Like I had a sort of personal blog on uh, on Tumblr, and they. Uh, they followed me there, I followed them there, and then uh, uh, we followed each other on Instagram, and then I realized that when they started being active on the group, I was like, you, you know this well, you know this better than I do, y you, you're amazing, can you please help? Uh, and, and Joe was nice enough to uh, tell us, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still, I, honestly, I, some days I'm like, Joe, are you sure? Because you're really good, and, and I really, really, that's the first thing, that's probably the first thing that I want to do, um, uh, sh should we ever get to a point where we have broken even, the, the first profits will actually go to uh, pay the people that helps us in, in moderating and keeping this alive and Joe is the only one right now and they are the best that uh, we've ever had. I am always so well educated, so well sourced. Uh, every, every time that Joe speaks uh, it's, it's, it's not even like I am. It's definitely something better than I could have come up with. So you're good. <laughs> Zoe, I'm new to keto and love your recipes. What percentage of carbs do you recommend for the first month of keto? Don't do percentages because they can change so much depending on whatever choices of calories and macros you've done. 20 grams a day, it's as far as you can go to guarantee yourself any ma pretty much anybody to get into ketosis. Don't, don't do percentages, they will... I've seen one recipe can't go over 15, but... At times me too, so I can, I can yeah. actually vouch for that. Am I the person? No. Okay, so there's two persons. They're like 5'2", and... Okay. Uh, yeah. You'd think that at 5'7", I would have more room, uh, but I am so much fat and so little muscle, and my scale reminds me every day of that. <laughs> Covid has actually slashed my muscle mass in favor of fat mass. It's painful to see because even at, I, I could, again, before I had the, the, the Christmas stragans on all the protein all the time, all the night, um, even when I was at 105, which was my lower in, in the last year and a half, I could tell on my arms, on my, on my thighs, that I was like, I'm getting fatter though. How is this? I could tell from how the, the clothes were fitting and it was a bit, bit annoying. Because um, of course, the infamous story, uh, by volume, um, if you have the same volume of uh, fat and muscle, muscle will weigh more. And vice versa, if you have the same amount of fat, one kilo of muscle will be smaller than one kilo of fat. 
so in that sense, I was the same weight, but I was putting on fat and losing muscle, which means literally that I was getting bigger. And it was really upsetting. And then the other day I realized, because I haven't looked at my uh, split of values since before COVID in November, and I realized, oh, my, my body has eaten at its own self uh, through COVID and long COVID. You literally see that mid-November onwards, it just goes down and down and down and down and down while the fat goes up, up, up and up. And I was still pretty much the same way throughout November and December until protein began at Christmas. And it was really upsetting to see. And I know that there's nothing that I can do until I can go out and properly exercise. And in lockdown and with low light and all of that, it's gonna take a moment and it's upsetting. <laughs> but what you gonna do? Leslie, hi guys, new subscriber, enjoy your videos. I'm glad, Leslie, welcome in. Christopher Wolf, great channel. Thank you, we're, we're trying our best. Marsha, hello. Lean mass in kilos times 0.3. Uh, yes, feel, that's, that's what it is. Oh, Lisa, thank you, another pear slash avocado. I still don't know what these stickers are, but I, I, I will consider them uh, as avocados due to the keto nature of all of these. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, high fat carny gets called keto AF, which I cannot say the extended version of AF because uh, I, I think YouTube would censor me then. Because it's a swear word, the F. <laughs> At least in the hashtags, usually is. It doesn't have potentially high protein if you eat a huge amount overall, though. I don't have. I think, yeah, basically what Robin ended up doing was. Uh, um, 120 to 240 to 250. Yeah. So the the amount of. Uh, so I needed 2,500 calories. Yeah, under uh, 120. That's the that's the crazy thing to me. 120, 120. It's a regular amount of protein for a regular keto calculator, um, which means someone like me put on again. I remember when I was put on when I went to the calculators when I went to keto games and begged them to tell me where I was wrong and they told me to eat that and I did it and I was surprised when I 1200 calories was putting on weight how is that possible no you're doing it wrong that was the classic answer uh, not the fact that oh maybe if you come up from any metabolic damage or diabetes or insulin resistance you cannot afford to eat that much protein no it couldn't be uh, it's impressive that on you with your lean mass uh, you're six three six four and uh, 120 was good for you. Like, you would have been advised to have probably 200 grams of protein yeah. on keto gains. Yeah. Maybe with 400 grams of fat would still work, but... Is that 5,000 calories? Uh, possibly. Like, 400 times 9 is already almost 4,000 uh, 4, calories, so... Yeah, 3, 3, 6. So 200 times 4 is 800, so... Yeah, well... 440. Sleek. Best chaffo recipe. <laughs> Christine, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what people mean when they say it tastes saggy. I've never known what it means about bread. So I don't know if I don't have the ability to 
recognize that flavor, yes. or if nothing I've ever done is eggy. The sweet ones do taste eggy. The, the sugar complements something in the eggs that oh, yeah. makes it taste... Uh, I don't know, all I can think of is my mum made this flourless Easter cake once that was absolutely vile. Because <laughs> it just only tasted of eggs. Okay. Um, well, something that I notice in the chaffles when I... Okay. I recommend it to just use the almond butter one. Uh, uh, I have done, I don't do them often, but I have done the simple way of the chaffle, which is just um, grated cheese, egg, grated cheese. I don't do pure egg in the middle, and probably that's why I don't necessarily taste, hopefully, the egg so much, whether it's sweet or savory, and it's because for every egg I put uh, 15 milliliters, 15 grams uh, of uh, double cream in the butter because I find that when I... 15 grams per egg seems to be the ideal amount uh, uh, to make it sort of flaky, if it makes sense a bit uh, without overwhelming it and making it too wet uh, and then it would uh, not quite stay together so maybe that helps uh, and that's my personal... I, I don't even remember if in my for chaffo recipe I actually made it with the cream or it's just my personal preference and I just did the official recipes of chaffles as chaffles uh, but yeah, I, if, in case uh, I, I would try that like my sweet chaffles usually are 25-30 um, grams of uh, grated mozzarella on the chaffle maker um, egg and cream and a bit of sweetener if it's sweet uh, like four drops or something like that beaten but not uh, um, blended because that gives too much foam um, and then uh, butter to fill it and then mozzarella on top uh, and I bake it, I bake it, I cook it for a little bit longer than the green light comes up uh, works like a charm for me like then I get it out, I just slather it in uh, zucker nutella and uh, I think the last picture that I have on Instagram actually is that and I always recommend it It is true though, almond butter, it's actually a waffle. Like, you don't even need to call it a chaffle because it's a waffle. What does rapeseed oil do? Because I just found a nasal spray for congestion that uses xylitol as an active ingredient in rapeseed oil preservative. <sighs> I, don't, I don't think in those quantities any of those do anything. So it's a matter of, uh, let's be sensible, it's like the infamous dextrose being present in salami but then you see that 100 grams of salami has 0.5 grams of carbs, so at tops was that little. So I, for something like an nasal spray I wouldn't necessarily bother. Per se, if you use like rapeseed oil from the bottle to fry stuff, uh, I hear that, it, that seed oils fry very well, but the problem with them is that they are very rich in omega-6 and uh, um, that doesn't work well with the natural balance that our bodies are supposed to have of omega-3 and omega-6. I think we evolved uh, in the last 60 to 80,000 years to have a specific ratio of omega-3 to 6, uh, which we maintained uh, because it was based on what we were eating as hunter-gatherers, we came into agriculture, and that ratio shifted towards omega-6 because it comes from seed and... Uh, Basically, yeah, most seed oils, canola oil, sunflower oil, that, that kind of thing um, are basically almost pure omega-6 polyunsaturated fats, which are actually not good for you. 
the only polyunsaturated fats that are good for you are the omega-3s because they bring back the balance a bit, which is the reason why I love chia seeds, flaxseed, that kind of thing. Um, it's, I, I understand that it's a bit bothersome to think that, oh, not only you need to know about carbs and protein and fat, oh, there are also the different kinds of fat that I have to look into. And I understand that it's annoying. As a general rule, yes, just consider that using the oils, the actual oils to cook or to make mayonnaise or that kind of stuff, don't do that. But if it's one of the ingredients of something, and hopefully it's lower in the ingredient list, uh, it shouldn't be as bad if you use little enough. And in the case of a spray, of a nasal spray, we're not talking a gram of the entire thing, let alone the amount of xylitol and rapeseed oil. So I always advise to be sensible on that. Wait, Stefano, hello! I, I should have imagined that you were around as well. I saw Julio. But <laughs> Maybe you said it already, but what is the maximum amount of carbs per day in a keto diet? I don't think anyone can actually stay in proper ketosis with more than 20. I mean, maybe if you exercise, you can. Uh, in my personal experience, uh, no, ob objectively, uh, over 20, along with protein as well, you're giving your body too much glucose to force it to burn fat instead. So, yeah. Look how good my own assistant Robin is, giving all the right information before I even get to the question. Christopher Sh I love the spelling of Christopher. Thank you, thank you, Christopher. The chat flopped down, <laughs> I lost everything. Um, hello, Valerie. Um, uh, this is one of the situations where Robin would tell me, you have to explain that you're not taking the piss. I'm really not. Uh, but because I saw that your name sounds French and I studied French, I have an absolute appreciation for French. And so I went naturally to do the R the way that I know it French. But it was my appreciation, not, not anything else. But because Robin has made me notice that when I do that with languages, it might sound like that, I feel like I have to explain myself. I will never try and go to North Wales pronouncing the stuff in the Welsh that I understand. So, out of that, I felt the need to explain. I've been on keto for two weeks and I've been stuck on the same weight for a week. I'm also very tired. Can keto flu last that long? Keto flu shouldn't last at all. Like, are you taking your electrolytes? Because keto flu can be completely avoided. Uh, the weight is sort of... Uh, um, it, it doesn't always come down like that. And it's a good thing, because it means that your body is adapting to... and it's not taking it as a famine, so... You sound like you're doing it right, just make sure that you take electrolytes, which means magnesium, potassium, and put salt in everything. Because uh, that sh makes most people just jump completely. Keto flu is absolutely avoidable if you, if you take supplements from day one. Mr. Mo, I was curious, so I just got a glucometer and started measuring. It's fun at the beginning, isn't it? It's a bit bothering that you have to stop. If I'm fasted, so say no breakfast, I have very cold extremities. Okay. I measured with the meter and got every time around 4.5 millimole glucose and 1.5 ketones. It sounds perfection. Shouldn't feel utter using my fat? You, you, not constantly, no. Like, uh, you don't necessarily. When you... Um, you physically feel hotter. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's a very good question. I never thought about it, but um, It's similar to the fact that we don't feel inflammation until it comes back 
So your body feels you as your normal state. The way that you feel hotter when you're burning fat is when all of a sudden a lot of fat is introduced and you have to burn it in one go. So you feel the difference there, but otherwise uh, you're almost normal to you, if, if it makes sense. Does it make sense? Am I saying something really sh that sounds really stupid? What you <laughs> I love you too. Um, so, very good question by Mr. Mo. Um, shouldn't I feel... I have very cold extremities. Uh, he's called that, I already answered it. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, no, I... Yeah, okay. Never mind. If you're watching this in replay, open the chat replay, because it helps. Robin is really, really clever. Lockdown caused me to get a little softer too. It takes a lot of changes in habits and getting creative to overcome and that assumes other things don't get in the way. I hear you so well. I think... I, yeah, like my, again, my kind of cheating is... Uh, I'm not looking at protein today. Um, so I, I, I've definitely done that more in the last year than uh, ever before. I didn't poop as much as I used to. I have two videos that are literally specifically called Keto and Poo, and I will explain to you what you need to do. Uh, in short, uh, um, introducing soluble fiber like uh, flaxseed, chia, and psyllium will help, uh, and adding an extra magnesium could also help. Oh, thank you, Megan. That's very interesting, I didn't know that. See, Joe makes me learn something new every day. Like, I, I love them so much. Uh, there, there are a few things that I, that I take, uh, that I think are more of a gift from another human being than knowledge. The body also tends to slow down metabolism if you don't cut through your cortisol in the morning. That's, I didn't know that. And I did a video about cortisol. I need to update it. I need your help, Joe. No food, hunger period, stress situation preserver we have. That, okay, so it's actually good what I've what I, what I always said, like, push, uh, pull the eating window early in the day and break, break your fast. Uh, is taking Ala and Colleen together done? Yeah, no, um, Colleen is better with carnitine, like, Colleen doesn't necessarily aid or work with alpha lipoic acid, calling though aids um, carnitine. I am not comfortable about talking supplements that are not necessary on keto because of what happened with niacin. Uh, so let's also be very, very loud about the fact that the only supplements you need in keto are potassium, magnesium, sodium you get in salt, and because we are in the darkest of the north of the hemisphere, we take vitamin D because we don't get enough sun exposure. But other than that, uh, uh, anything else uh, is uh, optional and not necessary for weight loss. Oh, Christine, that sounds amazing. Five months on keto, lost three stones and ten inches of my waist. Long way to go, but very happy. Hey, I realized in the Christmas live, um, I kept on thinking that I kept on being the same weight for a year until in the Christmas live I had to make uh, the math and I realized, oh, since August I lost a stone. And that was amazing! Now I put on half of that back, but... Yeah, I, I get it. In... Uh, what was it? In August as well, I had a drop in inches that was inexplicable. My waist uh, was uh, 39 back in March, uh, and dropped to 32 in August. Uh, and technically my weight didn't change there, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
um, yeah, the, th the thing with me, fine, I'll confess, just because Robin outed me. I do take alpha-lipoic acid, I have choline, and I take it when I take alcarnitine, as I said before. Uh, I actually don't have it anymore because I finished it. And it's just because technically choline aids even more the uh, work of carnitine. Um, uh, alpha-lipoic acid, uh, it's a very good antioxidant, uh, which that's the reason why Personally, we've been taking it since March now to sort of put the equivalent that they said take zinc and uh, um, vitamin C. Well, alpha lipoic acid is like a thousand times, uh, it's not just a way to say a lot, actually a thousand and something times more effective than vitamin C as an antioxidant, so in removing free radicals. Um, so it was useful for, uh, well, relatively evidently useful for protection from COVID, but hey. <laughs> But yeah, uh, calling uh, I finished and I'm not uh, I'm not having anymore. Also because I don't always remember to take carnitine because otherwise, again, I don't like to publicize it just because I've seen how I don't know who was irresponsible if me putting out the video or people taking niacin without watching the entire video and then having consequences. But that made me think a lot more about sharing. Uh, uh, the kind of uh, supplements that I take on top of what is necessary because everything that I take has been thoroughly and extremely uh, profoundly and deeply researched um, and when I shared about the niacin I did it the same way with what I knew and so many people abused it and then uh, uh, felt sick from it without having listened to the entire video that explained what could have happened to them that I didn't feel like taking the responsibility again to share information about uh, supplements that are not needed. I still research and take them for myself, but it's not something that I feel is necessary to anyone on keto, uh, so I don't share about that. But um, the thing about alpha-lipoic acid is that it can be one of the most dangerous um, supplements that you can take. So be always very mindful and careful about how much you take, because uh, if niacin gives you a flush that it can be uncomfortable to the point that some people describe it, I thought I was having a stroke, uh, alpha-lipoic acid can actually kill you because uh, um, apart from being a, a very good antioxidant in excessive amounts, uh, it basically does the same, as on cells the same effect of insulin, so it, it pulls closer the um, receptor, the, gl the GLAT4 to get more and more glucose in your cells, which makes you... Um, hypoglycemic to a level where you pass out and it has happened to me um, I think it was the only time that I've ever seen Robin be mad at me because uh, at the time I did that uh, because I thought that if you cheat on carbs and then have alpha lipoic acid you sort of cheat on the cheat not only it doesn't work, but it potentially kills you. Uh, so I completely understand the fact that Robin was looking at me as in, you caused this yourself. Um, but it, they were also rightfully concerned for me because uh, I, I, yeah, I was passing in and out of consciousness. It's not pretty at all. So if you take alpha-lipoic acid, you need to be careful. Less is always better than more because if you've never got to that level, you still don't know what your threshold is and you don't want to discover it, so less is better than more. Oh my god, I, I saw John dancing. Lisa, thank you! Oh, Lisa, you're so welcome. Please use me, because I feel bad when I don't. 
Oh, we are, we are, we're getting the last 10 minutes of, uh, of, uh, of the chat, uh, which the camera is probably gonna die afterwards, so that's why we usually have the two hours of Patreon and these, but then we can't have more. So bring in all your questions now, so that I'll try and wrap it up in the last 10 minutes to, to bring in the, the answers that I can. Joe, I have a video on uh, keto periods and how they can be affected. They can be affected because there is a release of hormones when you lose fat, because fat is sort of an endocrine um, organ per itself and it sort of stores hormones. So you might check that out and maybe maybe can answer some of your questions. Joe has a very good point. Eggs come with enough choline. Is it choline? Is it choline? 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 I don't know. I always wonder, but it's one of those things that you learn by reading. So. Okay. Is cream of tartar a good use to get some potassium when first starting? I never did it. I know that people do it because it's potassium tartarate, isn't it? I personally have just um, potassium iodide um, caps and I get 200 milligrams, which technically is a tenth of what you're supposed to get in a day, uh, but every time that I did my blood works, my uh, potassium was perfectly um, in the middle of everything, and actually the same was for Robin, we, we take the same. Uh, so I'm happy with the supposedly lower amount, but that covers me, and then anything else comes from food, and we're happy. I think the danger warnings on niacin and alpha-lipoic acid were clear. I know, Christopher, right? Uh, but a lot of people, I don't know, they didn't want to listen till the end, they just wanted to, oh my god, this works to get me more in ketosis, let me try! And then 10 minutes later they were um, red as a pepper, tingling everywhere on the floor of the bathroom, saying, no, what have you done this to me, Ginger? And I'm like, I didn't! Why didn't you listen to the end? Uh, but that's the reason why I've been uh, more weary of, of sharing other than uh, the fundamentals. <laughs> when I first heard I was like I'm not responsible and off with my timing to take this right now. It is, thank you for being clever, thank you for actually taking the information, admitting not quite there, but thank you for the information. That's exact. That is exactly the right mindset in which I made that video, and I wish more people took it that way. <laughs> oh my God! I got to the end of the chat, guys. Use me and abuse me. We're in the last five minutes, so it's it's up to you what I can uh, be useful for. I'm more than happy to be. Uh... Whoa. Yeah, I haven't seen anything else because I rightfully cannot have uh, <laughs> windows open on Chrome when I'm live streaming. Barbara, I love from Petoski, Michigan, USA. Hello! Michigan is up. Oh, Michigan is lakes, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. Because there's Lake Michigan. So Michigan must have the lakes. Chicago is Illinois. I, I've learned about the US through films, can you tell? <laughs> Apart from the one time, well, yeah. Um, I was once for a semester in Boston, and I actually just stayed in Boston, um, even though I dreamt to go down to New York and see a musical. Um, so I, being there even didn't help me much. <laughs> Stefano, I do have a running nose. It's not a colpodaria. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, the, the Guardian actually did an article explaining the, the colpo d'aria to, to the British. Did they actually translate it literally? I think so. The hair hit or something like that. Um, it's because I put on makeup. I'm not allergic to makeup, but I have very, very sensitive eyes. So after I um, keep my eyes open enough to like do my eyeliner stuff, uh, I tear a bit and then uh, my nose becomes uh, runny. But at that point I have makeup on, so if I blow my nose, I've ruined my makeup. Uh, so I've, I've been... <laughs> for the last two hours, I know it's not pretty, sorry. <laughs> Christopher, one random question. Can blending cauliflower or other fiber-rich food really make the fiber digestible? You absolutely can. We did it the first uh, Christmas we spent together with Robin. We made, uh, I think it was cauliflower and broccoli mash, and it turned out baby food, and it was all actual... because. If, if you've ever seen the, the structure of the molecule of starch and glucose, they are big and combined, basically. Uh, if you break them down enough, as into baby food, you've broken down the, the part of the molecule that we don't have to digest. Um, if you open the fiber. Yeah, basically. The, the molecule of, of starch, of fiber, of glucose, Fiber looks the same as starch, it just has one bit of the molecule inverted. If we cut that off, the rest becomes digestible, basically. One of the few good things that I still remember from my um, biochemistry course. Is life real? I usually tend to think so and I concern a lot about uh, the levels of uh, reality. Reality is a lie. I, see, I don't believe so. One of my issue, main issues in my existential crisis is that all of my opinions on life as a higher thing do not um, do not work as a jigsaw piece with Robin's ideas. And someone is like, if, any, if anything changes, then uh, from the reality that we know right now, we risk not to be together. And I don't take that risk very lightly, basically. Um, so, yeah. It's not what I mean by that. No, but it's what I feel. <laughs> so if you can, the only thing you can ever be certain of is the present. The past is only what you can remember and memory is flawed. So therefore, nothing you can say about any part of existence up to this point can be proven to be exactly as you perceive it to be. Yeah, but then at that point, how do you explain the natural level of familiarity that we had from the first moment that we even talked, not even met, without having necessarily aware memories of anything that came before from that's the past a, that we knew? A, that's a difference. What that's is it? We're not having the dis this conversation in front of the camera. <laughs> what app is best for tracking macros and micronutrients? Uh, I think Chronometer was good for micronutrients. Uh, the Keto Diet app uh, has a very good database with micronutrients as well, and has recipes. Uh, I, I eat so many times the same things that I almost don't track anymore, which is bad because I should keep it for uh, data. And for that reason, I still use my fitness pal, but my fitness pal now deletes your data after two years if you don't have the premium version, and that a bit upsets me. I might go back to the Keto Diet app. 
I really like the stock of broccoli fried in butter, but is it the same carb value as florette? This is something that I've been debating since the dawn of time of my keto, and there are very different positions about that. Some people think that the main carb is in the florette, and the stock is less, and it's more fibrous. Some th people think the opposite. I would just consider... Well, so what's the difference between cauliflower rice and cauliflower? It's nothing, like no, because uh, they don't actually test it. It's the same uh, element. So they just use the cauliflower. Yeah, exactly. Because the yeah cauliflower rice that you buy ready made is the leftover. Yeah. From cauliflower. Variety. But no, they don't test it. It's just this. and it's fair. That, that's yeah. That's why the recommendation is actually grate your own cauliflower because you get the good bits. Yeah. Uh, so in in general, at the very least, we know that those values tend to be averages, and it's likely that they, the way they test it, it's they cover it in what is it that they cover it in. A liquid that makes it every everything burnable basically like the way that you do test the calories in foods is you have this food you mash it down I don't know you, you have the food you mash it down you cover it in this liquid that makes it even more burnable than it usually would be you set it on fire whatever is left uh, in, in ashes is uh, what you haven't or couldn't use and was the fiber and uh, uh, the rest uh, is what counts as calories, which is kind of why calories are a bit... <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, so I think usually they do it with the actual entire thing. The funny story about pumpkin is that I think the differences in pumpkin values is the pumpkin that was burnt uh, just the flesh and the pumpkin that was burnt as an entire pumpkin with the seeds. The same happens with um, uh, eggs. The Americans think that eggs have carbs because they have burnt the entire thing with shell and in here we just measure the inside, which is just protein and fat. Um, if the fiber is in a whole vegetable, we count that grams. If pureed, we count total. No, 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 no. Total, they just count in the US because they have fiber under, um, uh, under carbs. In here we have the carbs, that are carbs and fiber is separate things. Um, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend pureeing things in that sense. Like, you, you then see it on yourself, but it's not something that it's, uh, it's countable, basically, on how much of the fiber has been broken for how much. Like, I know that we're really careful when we mash uh, celeriac and, and um, sweet for making the mash. And if you have noticed in the recipe, there are steel um, clumps a bit. What does Ross call them? Lumps. Lumps, not clumps, lumps. Uh, and that's exactly because uh, less is better than more when it comes to meshing vegetables, but it's not quite something that you can calculate. You can just go safe and not do it, basically. Using a masher is fine. Yeah, using a masher is fine, the immersion blender less. Don't do it. That might explain why I put on five kilos the next day because we use the immersion blender in the mesh, and I really and I really went through the mesh. Personal recent experience: we did the uh, Christmas dinner with the um, uh, immersion blender with the celeriac and sweet mesh, rather than having a mesher because we don't have a mesher because I broke the last one, uh, and that explains why eating that was just like eating real carbs so don't no don't 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 do that don't just just don't puree them there is never a good amount of it it's actually eating carbs so don't
Uh, do you think there is a relation between the number of ketones minimal and use fat, similarly how they measure calorie burned for amount of oxygen use? Well, if you pay attention to what I just explained on how they burn uh, calories, that's why I will calculate calories. When you do the VO2, um, CO2 expelment <laughs> from your breath, sort of, but it's still based on what we know about burning the whole food itself. Pretty much you can see that there is a relation when... Um, if you ever had a fatty coffee and if you've ever seen our video about how to get into ketosis fast but not with niacin, that's literally what it shows you. When you have a pure fat uh, that uh, does not raise insulin around so it can go directly into the mitochondria to be burnt, uh, you naturally have an overload of ketones, especially when you are already in ketosis. Um, so, you, you, yes, you, just, you literally say, uh, you literally can see it. Uh, whether it's breaking more fat down for you or not, it depends at which level of fat adaptation you are, but one test that you can do is actually inserting um, dietary fat, like uh, a heavy load of cream, uh, like 200 ml in one of our um, fatty coffees and you literally see it happen there uh, because your ketones shot up. Uh, the good thing about that is that you're not just burning the dietary fat at that point because of reverse electron transport. There is uh, an instruction that that specific kind of fat in cream, in butter, in tallow gives to your cells that not only makes it burn the fat, you see the number, the higher number of ketones, not just because you're burning the fat that you just drank, you see it sensibly higher, and that's because that kind of fat gave the instruction to your cells to even burn more of your own fat, so you're burning twice as much of whatever you're eating from your own fat as well, so that's a good test. That's very true, Joe. Humans cannot digest fiber at all, it's the bacteria in our colon doing the job as we use the uh, produce sugar and fatty acids. That's true, that's short fatty acids we make from fiber, don't we? I was, uh, I was watching a video the other day about that. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh my god, really? I, in fairness, you're right, it took me a moment to readapt to fiber as well after... Not carnivore, but again, eggvore that I did. Do you think it will ever be possible to create a brand of foods that are absolutely zero calories, like zero calorie Dorito? I'm not, I don't like calories, but there are already zero carbs, uh, and I'm happy with those. Like flaxseed again, I know that I repeat myself, it's but it is... Huh? It's just taking the piss. Oh, okay. <laughs> and also we already have zero calories food. That's not food. It's something that you ingest, it counts That's as food. food. Oh, I'm gonna make ice cubes, uh, and that counts. That I didn't catch... Oh, Melly, I'm not too close, but we ca you can rewatch everything that he was there. I think what it's just basically talking about, it's the um, leaving off of supplements, because at that point your idea... You can't, you actually need the calories though. You need something, you don't need just vitamins and minerals, you actually need something that gives your body energy. So you still would need the calories from that. Then if they are from fat, it's another story, it's better, da, 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 but... 
Do you mainly take your cocoa butter in coffees? Yes. I also made cakes at some point, but I'm not uh, that much of a cooker uh, anymore. I don't bother for myself. I bother for the channel. Guys, it was splendid and stupendous to be with you again. It's seven minutes past seven, so I'm already well over my time and the camera is gifting us. To avoid it close down as impactfully as it did for Christmas, I thank you all now, I thank you for keeping me company here and I will see you in two weeks for another live um, here. You can come to the Facebook group and uh, we are there to share uh, to share messages, to share our journeys, to answer questions if we can help uh, uh, all the time. Um, there's also Ketanuary going on and there's a giveaway for three keto books uh, by Martina going away. Uh, so come and check that out. Uh, check the page and the group for any kind of update. I will see you for the live in two weeks and I will see you with a new video on Friday. And thank to the amazing donors on the super chat means the world.